Okay. Let's do it. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Isaac. And I'm Nadia. And welcome to the table where everyone gets to take a seat. How are you today, my friend? Dude, I'm good. I'm How super good is good. good? Yeah. After last episode, people probably think we're like super depressed. That's and, like, true. Dying. They probably think we're dying. And like, especially with like my social media, people are like, yo, it's been tough time. <laughs> that was the world. That wasn't me doing an impression of you. No. <laughs> no. Actually, Nadia, you did a really good impression of me the other day. It was like spot on on Sunday. And I was like, that's me. I haven't even been practicing. No. It just like was perfectly natural. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we do this every single time, like. Not every time. Mm. Almost every time now. I'll stop making fun of you. To you. <laughs> no, in general. And I actually don't make fun of you at all. So. No, you really don't. All that to say, I'm very well. That's it's been good. a long work day, but like, it's, I just made borscht. You did? I oh my god! I just gosh. made borscht. I got off of work a little bit early to make borscht. I was like, you know what? This work is stressful. I don't want to deal with it right now. I'm going to go home. I'm going to make some beet soup. Um, and I'm just going to like let it simmer. In your crock pot. In my, well, it wasn't a crock pot. But what? You lied to me. I don't think I did. Yeah, you said you were just going to put it in your crock pot. That was the chili. God, you oh, never listened to man. me. I'm so sorry. I like really appreciate the food that you make. I've only made those two foods. But thank you yeah. for shouting me out. In our episode. How are you today, Isaac? I'm good. I'm good. It's been it's been a rough couple weeks, but it's it's been good. Yeah. You know, just trying to live the dream. But you know, I'm going to go see Beyonce on Thursday, so Stop I'm it. pumped. I'm angry. It's okay. That could be the day that these people are listening. I'm I going think to see Beyonce today. You need to FaceTime me into the entire experience. I can. Thank you. I will. <laughs> That sounds really nice. I should do that. Anyway, so for our segment of the thing of the episode, our, it was a person. I feel like and we change it, was it literally every time. Like last time, there was one time there was a business of the episode. Yeah, it was it's like. like <laughs> do you just not remember? Blake of the episode. Like, I never know Something what of the episode name. happens in every episode, and that's consistency. Boom. Yep, and that's all that really matters. That's right. You know what's been consistent in my life? What's that? Trainings. <laughs> I've been going to so many different trainings for, like, my job, which is weird because I didn't realize, like, working in homeless youth shelters that you would have so many trainings. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I went to a couple of dope trainings recently about motivational interviewing, and then the other one was on anti-oppression. Wow. That sounds like two very different trainings. You know, they could be the same in some sense, senses. Actually, but... that's true. I can see how they could intersect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the motivational interviewing one was like something that I was just retouching on. But like the anti-oppression one was super cool because it was ran by um, New Horizons. It's down in downtown Seattle and it's a drop-in shelter for mm -hmm. um, homeless youth. And they have like, they have connections to other homeless shelters, but they're like more about like doing outreach and stuff like that. And so they have in the like, training they showed us this dope um like youth focused like demands from people of color mm -hmm. who are like ch children who are homeless youth who are people of color and them talking about like expectations and rules from or what they should have expectations and rules in the area whoa yeah 
Whoa. And I just, like, really liked how they centered the people of color in the situation. Or And they also have one for, like, queer-identifying people, and they have, like, women's shelters, specific, like, rules around women's shelters that they think should, like, be implemented, especially for youth. So I was like... Damn, that's awesome. They're really out here doing the work to get the kids to advocate for themselves, which yes. is, like, very hard work, especially in a field that believes that we should just, like, study them rather than ask them what they want or what they need. Damn. That's awesome. That's like really good to hear. Yeah. It was a really good training though. I appreciated it. And that's our thing of the episode. That's oh, one. oh, I should have a thing of the episode. <laughs> I'm gonna have <laughs> a thing of the episode. That was Isaac's thing of the episode. Yes, a thing of the episode. Okay, good. We've we have that. things of the episode. The thing that I'm gonna talk about in this episode <laughs> is um this awesome yoga instructor at Bala Yoga, which is where I go to yoga like every day now. Um, at 6.15 in the morning. No, absolutely <laughs> I think not. at least two days of the week, there's a black man named Dante who teaches, and he is the most incredible, mellow dude I've ever just, like, seen in my entire life. Like, I'm pretty sure he came out of the womb doing yoga because, like, there is no more perfect man to be a yoga instructor. And he, after every pose he asks us to do, he does a little hum. <laughs> like, he's just like, all right, mountain pose. Hmm. <laughs> Always, like after every pose. Sometimes just while we're breathing, you just hear him go, hmm. And you're like, did that, that just, that didn't just happen. Like, it's like the most magical hum <laughs> that I've ever heard. Especially at like 6.30 in the morning. And then, <laughs> and then my favorite thing is that he abruptly ends the class. Like, everybody ends a class in yoga with like some kind of motivational, like their two cents on something. It's like this long, drawn out thing, or you're sitting and you're doing like all the ums or you're breathing. There's like all these different ways to drag out the end of a yoga class. And Dante literally just says, Blessings, namaste, and walks out of the room, <laughs> <laughs> which is so wonderful. And then. <laughs> You think it's, like, all done. You think you've gotten all the goodness you could get out of a human. And then you walk out of the room, and Dante's on the far end of the building on this couch that's there, just sitting there cross-legged, relaxed, and smiling. And then people are like, thank you. And he's just like, mm. like, that's it. That's it. He does it. Like, he's just, it's like he flew over there and was just sitting there floating while we all exited the class. I'm just saying it's like one of the most magical experiences I've ever had. So if you go to Bala or you are thinking about going to Bala Yoga, you got to take a class with Dante. He's like the realest man there ever was in my life, at least. I feel like anything that's ever been said positively to you should end with, um, mm. Mm. Yeah, it's just like, um, like you're really, like he's really satisfied that we're just doing, going through the moves. You know, I just like that. I need that reassurance in my life. Me too. Me I too. Love that. So, yeah, that's that's my thing of the episode. So we did our things of the episode. <laughs> I kind of like that. Um, I liked it too. That was really fun and things, easy. Just things. <laughs> things you might want to pick up on in the Seattle area. Dante things. and anti-oppression. <laughs> <laughs> we just like to balance each other out with you know. the kinds of things we're. <laughs> This is really oh, weird. We got to move, move faster. So you know what we have here? What's that? Segments. What? Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to the podcast before, we have these things called segments. Segments. First, we have Dig In, where we jump into a topic of the day, which is Cardi B and her recent arrest. That's not Dig In. Dig In's not the topic of the day. 
Digging is where we process something because <laughs> we're digging into it. The grown folks table, which is the second segment, <laughs> is the topic of the day. But what if they were both at the same time, the same conversation, involving the same things? And honestly, if we interchange them, it'd be the same thing. Nobody would notice. Yeah, they won't know. Which one's which? So we've got a topic of the day, and we also process something else. Right. <laughs> Those so, are two of the segments. And then we have Who Made the Greens, which, again, it's the beautiful human, Cody Charles. Yeah. He has more questions. More questions. And I feel like more people should submit more questions. You're right. So we can just keep answering, answering them. them. All the time. Every single time. Literally every time. Yeah. And then what else do we have? What other segments do we have? Then we, can I get it to go play... You know, we wrap things up, talk about Daniel. Of course, what's Daniel wearing today? Can't wait to share with you guys. Because he looks amazing, as always. As always. And then, you know, we're going to give some flowers today because I feel like people deserve them, especially people who come to studios and hang out with us while we're recording. Wow, and, like, takes our picture and just, like, produces the episode, you know, manage the fans. That's kind of, that's one of the harder things. Right. So. We might give flowers today, that person. Yeah, maybe. Boom. Hey, Nadia. Hey, Isaac. What was yesterday? Yesterday was Nigeria's Independence Day. Oh, my gosh. What? October 1st. Yes. Niger for life. Yes. I thought this would be super dope to talk about because, one, all I know is a lot of Google searches <laughs> and other kind of searches that I made to figure out what was so big about an Independence Day because it's an Independence Day, but like oh, specifically exactly. Nigerias and who who they were like trying to get independence from and stuff like that. Like I didn't know any of that, so I think it'd be dope if we like talked a little bit about it, but also talked about the importance of the Nigerian Independence Day parties that we get to attend. Wow, that's like a lot of information I did not know was going to come out of your mouth. So um, you did some Google searches. I did do a lot of Google searches. Tell us what you learned from the Google searches. So on October 1st. Yes, one of the best days probably in all of our lives. I literally forgot the year. (laughs) (laughs) When I said I did a lot of- It was 58 years ago because this is the 58th (laughs) anniversary. Oh, wow. So 1960? Yes. Wow, that was- Fast math. Wow, I don't do fast math like I, that. That's why I said 58 years, because I wasn't going to be able to do that math. I did that really quickly. I'm so proud of you. I am too. Okay, so 1960, obviously, October so, 1st. <laughs> October 1st, 1960, Nigeria gained its independence from a European country that I don't remember. England. They all speak English. <laughs> that's not one country. <laughs> they speak English in a lot of different countries. But they were colonized by English people. Oh. Um, Thanks. You're welcome. Because <laughs> I, I don't remember any of that. I anymore. don't think we have a lot of real good facts about Nigerian I Independence don't. Day. <laughs> so let's talk about something we would have a lot of facts about. Partying on Nigerian Independence Day. Boom. <laughs> well, how did Isaac party on Nigerian Independence Day? Because as the plan was supposed to go, we were going to a party. <laughs> With my good friend Susan. Shout out to the Kenyans. Exactly. Like Susan. And um, and we were going to all go together to the club. And we were going to get it at the club with drinks and lots of lots of dancing to Afrobeats music, specifically Wizkid, because he's hella popular right now. I actually know who Wizkid is. Also, 
Did you see that New Yorker article called Beats Generation? Yes. They did a whole story on Nigerian musicians and like how it's taking over because like it is. Nigerian music is the only. I'm just not going to say that. I'm not going to make a this. lot of people upset. I'm going to say it's wonderful and it's like my fa- some of my favorite music from Africa. I wasn't going to say anything else. I was going to say they're, they're extremely talented artists. I'm trying not to get into fights with people. <laughs> they're extremely talented artists in Nigeria and there's a beautiful you, – you actually got to go look at this New Yorker article because the um, photographs they took of all the artists are so gorgeous. It's like art. Like, I have them all as my desktop and my screensavers now. <laughs> I know who Wizkid is. Okay, you know Davido? Yes. Uh, I know that song. Mr. Easy. You know, actually, Techno. there's a Spotify, like... Jidenna. He's also Nigerian, but he's I didn't know like, he was Nigerian. He's Nigerian, but I mean... I should have known that. That's not really... There's only, like, one song that I would consider. Wow. But anyway, yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> You fell asleep, right? Because we were. <laughs> I didn't make right. it. Out. You didn't make it to this event. Um, I waited for your text, and I didn't realize this was going to be. We're mad at Isaac. Honestly, this is the confrontation day. right now. I waited for you to respond, and I was extremely worried. Um, and you never showed, and you broke my heart. On well, actually, it wasn't Nigerian Independence Day because it was the Saturday that we celebrated, but like. If we pretended like it was the holiday, on my holiday, you broke my heart. And that's what we can tell you about Nigerian Independence Day. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Anyway, some other news that I feel like we could talk about. Are we going to dig in? Yeah, we're going to dig into since we're just mad about Nigerian Independence (laughs) Day. Um, Cardi B turned herself in yesterday to jail for having somebody else jump a woman. No, they weren't bartenders. They were strippers. Oh. One of them got with offset. Somebody (laughs) got with offset. So she sent people to get them. And so she got like, what is it? Three criminal charges of like assault in different forms. Cardi, no. And so anyway, I just think that's wild. So this is alleged still. Hasn't been confirmed. I mean, she turned herself in. She turned herself which in. Which makes me think she probably did it. But here's the whole entire thing. Instagram knows the truth. Instagram always knows the truth. Because we know. And so we all know the beef was happening. We watched Cardi B find out about Offset being with this girl. Yeah, we And then that. we saw all the, like, sub dissing. I think Cardi B put out a video about people sleeping with her man, but her still having her man and the ring and the baby. And I was like, mm, Cardi. That's, that's a lot, lot of information. And so, that's a lot of information. <laughs> you know, honestly, there's a lot of ways to look at this. <laughs> Think about it. I mean, a lot of people would get heated. Yes. Upon learning that. You're right. <laughs> and also act irrationally when they are heated, especially in the moment. So she could have, like, I don't know, just like, I'm just saying it, that's just unfortunate that she felt so upset about it that she assaulted those women. But she didn't assault them herself. She got somebody else to do okay, it. Okay, but she assaulted them, though. Like, just because someone else does it because you told them to doesn't mean you didn't do it. 
Oh, I guess that's right. Right? Because that's kind of weird. I mean, if you hired someone to beat me up, I guess I wouldn't tell people Isaac beat me up because that wouldn't be true. No, when... But still, I don't know. I feel like when money <laughs> is exchanged to harm someone else, like, that's on you. Like, that's your... I mean, you should take accountability for that, which I think is, like, really important to think about. Like, her taking accountability for assaulting these women and going to this thing. But, like, who should she hold accountable in those kinds of situations, though? I honestly believe that she should be mad at Offset. Oh, yeah. No, Offset should have been the one. (laughs) I just... I'm not saying anybody should be attacked. I don't want to put that out there. That would ruin my image entirely. I mean... (laughs) I mean that, like, if you're going to be mad at somebody, obviously Offset. No, he he needs to be at, mad at because he's the one, one who's making the choice. I understand both of them made a choice and they're both, like, adults and stuff like that happens. Yeah, but, but like, you don't have anything with those women. Like, this, it doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Why hurt people you don't even know when the person who completely ruined your relationship is the man? You're right. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I always think you should attack the man first. I'm not saying that you should attack anybody. That's not okay. And you shouldn't assault anyone. But, but in if, the order of assaulting people. I think white men who are able-bodied and have a lot of money and grew up for <laughs> money and have generational wealth should be attacked first. <laughs> they it's probably like, have body You probably guys. haven't thought about that at all. <laughs> that didn't sound like something <laughs> you'd ever thought of before. I think we should attack... The metaphorical man. He should be attacked first. Let's attack the system. Of the metaphorical man. The institution. Let's. (laughs) (laughs) Anti-oppression workshops. Yes. Hey, so Nadia. Yeah, Isaac. Like, in that situation with Cardi B, we were talking about accountability. And so mm-hmm. it would be really easy to talk about accountability in a broader scale. Wow, this is like a really academic episode. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I was in the mood. I started this writing challenge where I was going to write every single day. Yeah, you always be doing way too much. Like I see you committing to this on social media and I'm like, that was a mistake. You put it out there so that you have to do it. Mm-mm, my lazy ass wants an out. Yeah. So if I'm going to commit to something, I'm going to do it secretly and tell nobody. That like way when I give 30? up. Nah, I told people about that. That was embarrassing. <laughs> but I've learned my lesson since. <laughs> Let's talk about accountability with the whole 30. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Honestly, I feel like we empowered ourselves to stop doing the whole 30 because we learned it wasn't good for us. In fact. Yeah. That's true. I mean, like, not eating sugar, number one is trying to detox from something, like, going through, like, heavy levels of withdrawals. Like... Yeah, it's like it's I, like an electric oh shock to the body. I just didn't need that. Also, I think I've said this on the internet and in many places, but, like, no quinoa? I just don't understand. Like, it's, like, no grains. And I get it. Like, bread, probably not something you should eat all the time. Noodles? All right. Okay, cool. But, like, rice and quinoa? I mean, like, seriously, somebody was actually just trying to fuck with us with that one. Um, Yeah, that's fair, because I still think back to that diet, and I'm just like, I've never craved bread as much as I did. I, like, walked into bread aisles and cried. You did, and that Krispy Kreme, too. And I cried at Krispy Kreme. It's like, there's been so many times, I don't cry like this. Like, it takes me, like, a little bit more to cry, like, maybe a puppy. (laughs) Yeah, like, that makes sense. I, um, I was just really, really hungry 
all of the time. Like, I don't, I'm never hungry. But on the whole 30, I was starving. And I was in a yoga class shaking the entire time because I was so hungry. And I was like, but when I go home, I'm not going to be able to eat anything that's going to make me full. Like, grains. I want grains. I ate at least five pounds of cashews. That's a lot of cashews. In three days because that was the only thing I was eating. I ate an apple with almond butter. And it was such a spiritual experience because I hadn't been eating sugar. That tasted like like the best cake you've ever had. Just just the best cake. And I was literally sitting on my couch just dreaming of cake while eating <laughs> an apple with almond butter. This diet was trying to kill us. It was trying to kill us. And that is why it was super good for us to stop. And that's why we <laughs> stopped Whole30. Just because, you know... Self-awareness That's and being one. able to, like, tie in to your, like, self <laughs> to, like, know that I'm sorry, but I need to eat, I need to at eat. least five Krispy Kreme donuts that to happened. get myself back on track. After a really delicious Caribbean meal. Um, God, that was so good. That it was good. Was so good. Yeah. Pam's Kitchen. Pam's Kitchen. Shout out. Wallingford. That's where it's located. Yeah. So good. But um, how? what does that have to do with accountability? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, like, think about food, and I'm just like, it's so much better. It but, wraps yeah, up my whole life. Yeah, It does. It's so good. So being accountable <laughs> is important for a lot of different things. We were accountable to ourselves in that moment. Right. When yep. we stopped doing Whole30, yeah. which is self-accountability. That's right. Now, I know a lot of people struggle with self-accountability, including myself. I don't know about you, Nadia, but, like, I try and be as accountable as possible. And then I get distracted by food, fun, spending way too much money. I spend so much money. Oh, my gosh. I spent money on the way here. I was on the bus, and I was like, you know what? Get you some nice yoga clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. Like, you deserve it. And... Like, you probably weren't spending that much money this weekend. Like, I remember spending money over the weekend, but I blocked it out today so that I could spend more money. It's just a problem. I love how you could black out your accountability. I mean, I do the same thing. I get anxious about it, and then I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't really matter that much. And then I'll do it. Oh, yeah. You just have to tell yourself, if you want to black out your accountability, you just got to tell yourself, that's a made-up thing. It's not real. Money's not real. It's just pieces of paper that we've deemed like, powerful. It doesn't have to be if you don't want it to be. With that in your mind, you feel empowered, and suddenly you're buying everything you can find on the internet. Imperfect produce, expensive oh my gosh, candles, I'm so for my imperfect produce. Uh, <sighs> workout gear. Yeah, um, Beyonce tickets. That happened to you. It could have easily happened to me, though, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, it's wild. So anyways, um... <laughs> but yeah, no. So we were giving you all the bad ways that we're not yeah. accountable to ourselves when it comes to like actually planning things or planning and saving money. Mm-hmm. But like in real life, we are accountable in other ways. Like right. I try and be accountable to my body and only put healthy things into it for the most part. Oh, yeah, me too. Like yeah. when we're not on Whole30, we're actually really healthy. Yeah, we try. Well, we don't even try. It was kind of more like this, I know what I want to put in my body and what's going to make it feel good kind of thing. Right. Or being self-accountable to the fact like, like I have goals and dreams and these will, will, will be stepping stones and this is how it's going to work because I know it's going to keep me engaged and have like joy of some sort. Right. So like 
making sure that I'm like trying my best to stay on top of it when I can and also being kind to myself when I can't. Wow, those are really good ways of being accountable. Yeah. I'm accountable to pay my rent and I do it every month so I can have a home because I like not being in rain. That's really important. Right. Keep the basic needs met. Keep the basic. I know that I got to show up at my job every day. Yeah, that's really, really well. That's pretty important. But in other news, you can also be accountable for other people. And my question is. Oh, wow. I didn't know that was like transitioning. How can I be accountable to you? To me? Yes. Like if you were ever going through something and you were like, I can't be accountable for myself by saving my money. Right, right. So how can I get participation with friends to make it go all come together and work? That is so interesting. So I feel like I think, okay, this is how I think about it because I feel like this past weekend mm-hmm. we were together with our dear friend Christina. Yes. And the reason I wanted to get together that day with Christina um, was that I could not, like I haven't been myself lately at all, and I could not bring myself to put together my furniture. Like, I couldn't do it. It was so overwhelming. I just moved, and I was like, it just, the whole thing sent me in, like, an anxious spiral, and I was like, I just can't put together this furniture by myself. It's just never going to happen. And so she helped be accountable for me to come over and help me put it together because she actually likes doing that. And I was like, yo, if you want to put together furniture, (laughs) that is a way that, like, you could be accountable to me, and I can just, like, get through something that may seem a little bit silly, <laughs> but at the time, something I really needed to get through. No, I had fun watching Christina build furniture because I'm useless. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. That's negative self-talking. You're not useless. You just have other skills. Christina puts together furniture like she's putting together Legos. Yeah, it's which was really, a good analogy. It's kind of, yeah, no, she actually, that was her analogy. Yeah, would like to say. And I also was just like, She's right, though. Like, it's like a piece of cake, and she's just plopping pieces together, and I'm like, wow, I'm just going to sit here and eat snacks. That's literally what we did. I was, like, on my snacks. phone. Christina, do you need anything? Oh, you get Okay. You get, <laughs> and then just move it yeah. And then I was like, I hope you don't mind that I'm not doing anything every now and then just to keep checking in. <laughs> oh, man, it was rough. Yes. But no, yeah, that, like, time we spent was really good for me, too, because I felt myself kind of spiraling, like, this weekend just because it's the weekend. You finally get to rest, and your body's like, hey, <laughs> guess what? You're, you're tired. You are also, like, have five million things to do that you just thought about. Think about that while you try and sleep. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So, yeah, it was like I was just <laughs> exhausted. But um, it was, like, really important for me to be with my friends and be around community and hang out with people I think that's really important I check in with myself a lot about that because a lot of times I'll be like depleted but I'm like man I need to spend time with people so like Mm -hmm. I feel energy but like recognizing that has been like an internal battle for like a really long time of like what kind of energy do you need in those moments and like when I'm like asking my friends to be accountable for me it's like oh I want you to hang out with me now when I say hang out I mean like sitting on the couch and doing nothing right maybe not even speaking we're just gonna be on our phones next to each other probably yeah and so it's like wild because when I was in undergrad even grad school my like way of doing stuff is like we're gonna sit and do stuff but it felt like we were so engaged in other things when I was just like we could just sit here and be quiet and read books I love that 
and it would make me so happy. I love just being in a room and not having to talk to people. Oh, I love it. It's so nice. It's just so nice. <laughs> Don't you love hanging out with people where it's basically like you could be alone? It wouldn't matter. Like it's like <laughs> those are my favorite people because I just I guess I'm just old now. And I like being alone. And so the best next thing to being alone is being with someone who makes you feel like you're alone. Yeah. It's pretty rad. No. And those are like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other ways that I feel like accountability for my friends without me like, like asking them to be accountable in a way that's going to like give me energy or pour into me. Mm-hmm. It's like interesting because a lot of the times it shifts depending upon the person. Like mm. I love being in community and going to game nights. And like I can do that with like anybody, but specifically the first person that comes to mind is like Lily. Mm. Like, I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. game nights, boom. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. brunches, Shannon, boom. Like it's like in wow. my head there's like these point people and these point contact friends. I think it's like really good like me spending every single day in my whole entire life with. Nadia, boom, like moving. <laughs> it's like, where's mine? In my head, I was like, hmm, plants, Isaac. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, walking down the street aimlessly, Isaac. Uh, let's see. Ooh, candles, Isaac. Yeah. Like, it's just like, you just got to think of your point people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Building furniture, Christina. Christina. Packing Holy up Christina. my apartment. Christina, making food, definitely not Isaac, and probably Christina. <laughs> Eating food, Isaac. <laughs> like, oh. Those are easy. Those oh, are goodness. Easy. Yes, true. true, true, true. Uh, going to eat macaroons and drink champagne. Mary Beth. Oh, Duh. yes. Going. <laughs> Lady uh. Yum. That's where we'd be. <laughs> every Tuesday for, oh, my, every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Is that right? Yeah, that's got to be right. No, 10 a.m. to close. They do um, bottomless champagne. So you just pay $15 and you can drink champagne all, like in, from 10 a.m. till close and eat macaroons. Uh, but you have to pay for the macaroons. Trap. It's It's trapped me many a time. Many a time. We Being lost a few good soldiers <laughs> during that phase. That's a weird thing to say. I don't even know what that could mean. <laughs> I'm just saying, being accountable to your macaroons and champagne sounds like a good thing. We should all check it out. I'm ready to go spend $15 and drink champagne all day. Yeah. Mm. And then get some snacks on. Oh, and they give you some pistachios sometimes and chips for free. Amazing. Snacks. I just don't understand. Yeah. Every no place snacks. should have snacks. <laughs> so. When you're thinking about accountability, because that is what we're talking about. We're trying really hard to. Man. (laughs) So difficult. So difficult. Um, What does accountability look like? This is not one of the questions on the sheet. (laughs) But what does accountability look like for you at work? Oh, man. That's (laughs) – wow. Because that's like – okay. When I hear the word accountability, I think like corporate jargon. Like accountability is something that they throw around all the time. And like accountability and ownership. Like – and so I don't even think about it in, like, the context of my real life, but, like. Yeah, accountability at my job and, like, nonprofit stuff is just, like, showing up. Mm-hmm. Like, being able to, like, see when I'm, like, struggling, especially, like, when you're in such a giving, like, emotionally, like, emotionally giving space. Mm-hmm. Like, it's difficult for people to really engage with each other, like, let alone the, like, youth that we engage with, too, because, like, they're doing their things, they're like 
pouring into us or like trying mm-hmm. to take from us and we're just like okay we're trying to keep our heads above water we're trying to keep our heads above water and some days like some people are way good and some people aren't mm-hmm. and people ask me like every single day at least like 12 times are you doing okay like regardless if I'm like up 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 or like down all the way right at the rocks right so it's like fascinating how accountability does show up and how like you notice when accountability isn't there like right. the lack of transparency because like you know somebody's not doing well but you don't know how to ask and then like something bad happens mm-hmm. so like it's hard but like accountability is like vital in all of my workspaces yeah no i definitely work in a lot of spaces that like accountability just doesn't show up which is a really funny thing to say but it's like and it, it's interesting being in those kinds of spaces because you just realize how slow it like how like how long it takes to get things done when like accountability is not there and like how decisions just never get made and how like you spend the majority of time just ideating but never never moving forward in any kind of way because nobody wants to be accountable for whatever the decision is being made like it's a very I don't know. It's a very interesting. I've never, I've never experienced this before. Where it's like, it's like consensus is valued so heavily that everyone's like, oh, I just don't want to be the one to be the outlier, or you know, like it's a very interesting. So it's a very interesting space, and I, I've never really thought about accountability so much until, um, until I found myself in this space now. That's like really wild. Like the way that self accountability and like accountability at work like do not mesh like Mm-mm. they have like completely different motives they do and that's like like it blows my mind cuz a lot of the times because of like the like we work in very separate like different fields and like yeah. where we're at we're supposed to like operate as a collective but a lot of the times in like tech fields or like engineering fields or like business fields even mm-hmm. it's taught to be like individualistic come up with the best ideas if it's not the best idea you're going to fall and it's like that competitiveness is so, like, hardwired in the way that we're supposed to operate that, like, at my job it'll happen and it's just like, no, we're all dying right now. Like, we're all sinking. Even if you think you're, like, above us sinking, you're still falling too. Like, right. it's the Titanic. Oh, man, I've definitely. And just because I'm Jack <laughs> and you rose, you ain't getting saved this time. Oh, my gosh. No, that is interesting because in the tech space, there's it's so individualistic. Like, it's not, um, like, I don't see that so much now in my job, but, like, at my previous job, that's that's like the whole game is like just trying to climb the ladder and it doesn't really matter who you step on to do that. And it doesn't really like you don't really think about whether what you're doing is the right thing to do for whatever. Like if in like there's so many impacts of the actions at that job, but it didn't really matter because they were headed in a direction. And like that's that's just a mentality, which it's just not something that I'm gel with whatsoever. Like I'm not a competitive person. <laughs> I've never been a competitive person. I'm very um I don't know. I just like I I just feel like well, I come from a community. That's kind of the culture <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. But like the, but like why would you want why would you want to be on your own when you could be in community? That's what I don't understand. Like But and I guess like because of the way that people are like taught. Like, the whole entire thing of, like, going through public school, they're, like, telling you, like, you have to do this on your own. You make your grades on your own. You do this on your own. Right. But, like, also, make sure you make friends. But, like, also, you need to be, like, above your friends. And you have to work harder than your friends. Like, th- I hate social media for this reason. But, right. like, it stops. It makes my self-accountability go into this lens of, like, oh, if I was, like, this person. Like, if I was, like, DeRay McKeeson, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not that much older than me. Eventually, I'm going to end up 
like at his age and I won't be there. I have to work to get there when it's like, Isaac, stay on your own path, be accountable for your own actions, like right. do things that you think are going to like fulfill you, not somebody else's. But it's like, why am I not Cardi B? Why am I not Cardi B? Right. I ask myself I, that at least twice a day. I can't be looking at Instagram. Well, actually, I don't want to be Cardi B right now. Yeah. Actually, I can still be Cardi B right now. I mean, the way it's Cardi she walked B. out of that jail, she was like, yeah. I'm still the baddest. I don't even know why I questioned that for a moment. I'm sorry, Cardi. <laughs> but you're right. Like, social media is a trip in that way. Like, you find yourself just trying to measure up to whatever standards you find out there, which is just like, like, it's just a waste of time to try to make all those comparisons all the time and not just be accountable for the life that you're living and doing the things that you feel like are the right thing to do. Right. Yeah, social media is a trip. It tries to mess with your mind. It does everything to you. But I feel like I've gotten past that. I don't know if, if you have or not. Like, I don't I know. <laughs> like, I, that is something I think I struggled with for a really long time. Facebook definitely, there was a period of time where Facebook was, like, part of, like, was the root of my depression. And I was like, it just would send me spiraling. Like, oh, this person's doing this and this accomplishment. And, oh, my God, they have this job. and not, and I. But, like, I think I grew out of that a couple years ago. And it really... Like, I just like looking and seeing good news, and it just makes me, like, makes me feel that happiness for my friends without that also, that little part of it that's like, oh, I need to be doing better. Like, I think I've gotten rid of that. I just, I actually just really like celebrating the successes of everybody too much. So I just feel like, I don't know. Like, and it also, I think it's that realization that, like, social media is, um, like, it's people's highlights. That's what it is, right? You're not seeing all of the other stuff. And there could be a ton of other stuff that's not going well, but, like, they're posting their, like, best hits. Like, they got a best hits album on Facebook. Facebook is your best hits album. It's now 25. Instagram is your best EP. Wow, okay. Twitter is my diary. Yeah, Twitter's like a notepad <laughs> in my phone. <laughs> I'd be yeah, sending Twitter's tweets different. out. Like, I should have stopped. Weird. I shouldn't have done that one. Gotta go back and delete that one. Yeah, Twitter's yeah. a lot. Twitter's a little different. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like we talked about accountability. I think we did And a how good it job. affects our mental health. And like, oh, wow. Yeah, we did what we needed to do here. We did everything we needed to do. Did we get to the self-talk accountability? That one I feel like we should probably address right you right so the last <laughs> part of this conversation is the self-talk um accountability so you know we talked about self-talk and it's compounding on the last conversation we had yes. and um the biggest thing about that in my head at least or how i'm seeing it is um you have to have like a negative self-talk person and a positive self-talk person and the negative person happens to be really really loud Oh, my gosh. And you don't really hear a lot of the positive self-talk, like, from yourself, if that makes sense. Right, because positive self-talk. Yeah, you don't hear it a lot from yourself. But it's a person. It's there. Like, I see them as two different people. And the positive self-talk usually is who I am as a person. But, like, the negative is, like, what I think or what I hear or what I think people are saying. Paranoia is real, especially as, like, being a black, queer, human individual with trauma. But um, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm, I oh, that's interesting. I I've never – you did settle. You said a lot. You said <laughs> you separated the self-talks, which we needed. Because the thing is I've never really thought of the positive self-talk. Like I do think positive things about myself pretty often. and But I don't think of that as self-talk. Like I think those things. But when I'm talking about self-talk, it's usually when I'm just like, oh, like I'm – like it's like when I'm going down a, 
a dark path <laughs> and I'm like beating myself down and tearing mm-hmm. myself down. I think of that as talk, but all of like the confidence that I have on like regular days and when I'm feeling like when I'm feeling myself, like I don't even think of that as talk. I just think of it as like myself and then I have my talking self inside that just like trying to destroy me. Yeah. I don't know. Is that weird? No. I feel like we're talking about psychology and <laughs> we're not psychologists. <laughs> I feel like we need to read more books. I think we should read more books. If you have book suggestions, you can definitely send those to thetablepod at gmail.com. So we can educate ourselves on the different talks in your head. Or maybe there's not supposed to be any. Schizophrenia. I don't think that's all schizophrenia. (laughs) That was a generalization that definitely needs to be backed up by a book. been like saying really mean burns lately like when I just I don't know my comebacks have been like out of control that's a weird thing to share and I'm kind of embarrassed about it. but I, I've noticed that my comebacks have been really good I've like upset people like on the fly a couple times recently like, like in a joking them? way oh, no 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 no, okay, okay. no 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 I'm not gonna be proud of that um and um and every time they're like wow what a great comeback and I just it's natural. It's like 100% natural. Mm-mm. Like Whole30. Whole30 is not natural. You know who is natural? The beautiful human Cody Charles, who has a question for us. I'm really excited about some greens from Cody. <laughs> that sounds really, really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what is our favorite song? Okay. But first, before we say all that, there's more. Okay. There's a lot. Yeah. Then what musician singers do you consider legends and what's the criteria of somebody being a legend in your mind musically. Wow. Okay. Um, first of all, should we answer the first question about who our favorite musician yeah, is? So I want to do that before the favorite. legends. It's like completely different things. Yeah, I guess. And I'm going to just say favorite is like favorite right now. Okay. Because like that's just, I don't know. I have a lot of really strong favorites. But like my favorite right now, which is just a lot easier, mm-hmm. is uh, No Name. Oh, duh. I love No Name. No Name's new album is amazing. Room 25 is the best. It's literally the best. And my favorite song from that album right now is Window. And that's the song where they say empathy is only empathy when you were into me. That messed me up. I know. Like, like since you said that, I was like, <laughs> No Name is trying to break me. I think I saw a tweet somewhere and it was like, No Name is the music that you listen to when you're trying to like fuck somebody but you're like also getting your PhD at the same time wow. like very intellectual I really resonate with that yeah, in so many ways yeah sounds like a mood yeah, yeah I'm always trying to get name. my PhD <laughs> <laughs> no um, for me I think my favorite song right now is On My Mind Acoustic Version by Georgia Smith oh Georgia Smith I, I listened to it at least 17 times today I'm gonna see her on November 19th I'm not it wasn't by choice. No, it wasn't. But we she really hard. is going to be so incredible, and I'm going to FaceTime you in. Okay. I'll FaceTime you into Beyonce. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> Reciprocity. That's right. And friendship, friendship without borders. Friendship accountability. All the themes. We're killing it. Killing it. But yeah. So those are our favorite musicians right now. Do you want to shout out anybody else? I mean. Rumgold. Go listen. Moses Sumney. I mean, we we'll just say the same ones that we've said before. <laughs> Rumgold, Moses Sumney. Who, oh, I've been listening to a, a lot of, like, Ocean. Do you who? know who they are? It's like this, like, duet. It's two oh, girls. It's I kind don't. of, like, very similar to Chloe and Hallie, but grown. 
Damn. Yeah. It's I'm going to listen to that later I today. Like it. It's my fave. And they look very similar. I don't know if they're sisters or not, but if they were, that'd be really, really weird. Because it'd be like Chloe and Allie, but grown. Literally. That's really weird. I don't need that. That's just too uh, coincidental yeah. for me. I yeah. don't like it. I don't like it either. Um, but yeah, Ocean, um, Raven LaCroix. Is it LaRae? Oh, yeah. She's on um, She's on Room 25. She does yeah. Montego Bay. Yeah. Because she did great. the... Um, what is the name of that song? It's off of the Insecure. It was this season. It was episode two at the end. Sober. That's the name of the song. Oh. I don't know why I had to go through that whole entire experience I mean, to get to that name, but I had to. I'm glad that you brought up Insecure. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we should just talk about it for a little second. I know we're supposed <laughs> to be talking about music. <laughs> but you see Pause. how I just like grabbed you from that thought. Right when you least expected it, so that we could talk about the last episode of Insecure because it was wild. Spoilers. And if you've been following this season, okay. Also, I saw a tweet where someone was like, "Nothing happened all season. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in this finale that's going to make this interesting." Who tweeted that? that? I don't even want to reveal. That's wrong. The name of this person. I was They're offended. Wrong. I was offended, and I also felt personally attacked. No, because I literally got, I have been uh, victimized by this tweeter. No, like literally I felt like somebody had stolen my soul and threw it on the ground and stepped on it at least 17 times and then put it back in me and told me to deal with it. That's a really relatable feeling. That's where I was at. I watched it again after I got home, after we watched it at Mod Pizza. <laughs> In the booth on your phone. I went home and I was like, you know what? Let me relive that. Let me relive that trauma. True. It was trauma. so like, okay, okay, are we spoil are we doing spoilers? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because this won't it'll be fine. Just like Okay, if you have not watched it yet, just don't listen now. Like yeah. just probably skip the next like four minutes, probably. Right. I'd say. Did but you say like four minutes. I said four minutes. I feel like it's gonna take us four minutes at least. Okay. That was a really, I mean, that was a bad, educated guess, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) But let's talk about let's talk about Nathan because I think we all need to, and how he came back and how he gave that little speech about how he couldn't deal with stuff. He sometimes feels really low, and so he like left town and then like he went to Houston, and he went back to yeah, didn't and then didn't you know contact Issa for a month. It's been a month, and he ghosted her, and she replied. Like, so you ghosted me because you were in a bad mood. Okay, hold on. I have, there's two things here. There's two things here. All right, bring me there. One, I don't think that equating leaving for a month because you need to get your, like, stuff together in a bad mood, the same thing. I don't either, but I also would like to center Issa in the conversation of (laughs) maybe she doesn't understand. I was going to come back depression in which case yo I've had so many experiences with people who do not understand depression and would equate the two okay what's your second point (laughs) I just wanted to grab you before you personally victimize me while I watched my show (laughs) you knew it was coming because I also have the feeling that being vulnerable in those kinds of instances, especially if you're like, hmm, I don't know how to say this, especially when you're like trying to get to know somebody or you feel like you're connected with them, mm-hmm. like you should do that. Like Nathan should have told Issa up front, 
But mm-hmm. I also have like other suspicions because I was listening to Insecurity, and then Fran had the same suspicion that I did. I think Nathan got a baby mama and a kid in um, Houston. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that. I think so. I don't think that. I think so. I don't think that. Right. But I think that Issa handled it. Like, like I think her reaction, I guess emotionally, mm-hmm. was fair. And that, like, she didn't, say, she didn't, like, close the door on it. But she also wasn't just like, okay. You know, I feel like just her going back into her apartment and getting it together, I guess, for the first time. Oh, that was like, real. Like that, yeah, no, it's totally real. And I think that's like a nice just like, okay, you know what? I just need to find a way to push forward. And... Like, cause I, I don't know, especially if, if like you've had previous experiences with people just kind of disappearing away and not having a good reason or like, like that's, that could have definitely influenced her. And then she did not react well to Nathan's disappearance cause she's been through it before. Yeah. And like, that's, you know, that's understandable. I don't know. I'm more concerned with Lawrence dating this new girl. And how I don't even gonna... care about that. Why don't I care? Mm. I'm just like, whatever. You like the relatableness of Insecure, and so you went to the most relatable spot of Insecure. Thank you for turning that into something. Yeah, something real. Something real. Yeah, no, because I, I don't know. I love Lawrence, though. The thing is, I love Lawrence, and so I should be really upset I'm that not. he's with that girl. But I'm just like, you know what? Issa's got new stuff to move on to. Lawrence has got to move on to stuff, too. And she seems pretty decent. Yeah. She seems like a nice lady. I feel like, yeah, she seems like a really good person. <laughs> like she's probably, yeah, she's probably going change the world. Yeah. Every graveyard. One graveyard at a time. That's <laughs> where that movie was at in the movie theater park. It was in a graveyard. Oh. They do that thing. It's like something that actually happens. They do Whoa. it in New York. They do it in L.A. all the time. Yeah. I That's like really, that. I don't think I would go. I wouldn't go either. I, I don't think go. I would go. I wouldn't go. No, I'd never go. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not going to happen. Hard pass. I'm just not going to play with the spirits. Wow. I can't believe that was something that she did to celebrate her birthday. It was Molly's idea. I don't trust her. I mean, Molly and Kelly were both there. Who? How do you just go to a graveyard? Hold on. <laughs> just, did I'm you like, just what? go there in your mind? I feel yeah. like I saw you disappear to the graveyard, and then you spooked yourself and came back. No. That's what I just saw in your eyes. <laughs> It's not bad. Just thinking about somebody taking me through the graveyard for my birthday to watch a movie. Mm-mm. Of course, it's the Last Dragon. I'll probably still go because it was the Last Dragon. But that's not the point. I wouldn't go. I love that movie. I wouldn't well, I don't go. think it's called the Last Dragon. Yes, it is. I'm like, I think it, I think it's right. That's it right. But like, I still wouldn't go. It's in a graveyard. That's that's not okay. Mm. That's not okay. Mm. <laughs> Those spirits are free mm. and just just wandering, wandering free mm. while you watch your movie in the dark. True. I just don't I'd think do it's it. a good idea. I just don't yeah, think it's a good just convinced idea. myself I would go. All right. I think that was probably enough <laughs> on Insecure to get back into. Okay, the rest of Cody's question. The rest of Cody's question, which is about legends. Yes. And um, we need criteria for what makes a musical legend. Okay, first and foremost, mm-hmm. top three music legends. Mm, I don't need a top three. Just give me your top music legends. I have to give it to you before I give you the criteria? That doesn't make any sense. But then you have to explain why they meet every single cli- criteria. I don't know what the criteria is yet. Oh, uh, I guess. I mean, whatever. Let's just try it. Let's just try it. Let's yeah, just try yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to explain why they're up there. And then that would be the criteria. Okay. You think of one first. We'll just go back and forth. Okay. 
Because I just, I, I'm going to really have to work on this. Um, Beyonce. That was easy. Yeah. Wait, because she can already be a legend, so you're saying it doesn't have to do with age. Mm-mm, it doesn't have to be with age. Okay, okay. It doesn't have to be if they're dead or alive. No, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, I got one. But, I mean, do you want to explain why, I guess? Other oh, reasons? why Beyonce? I mean, I don't think we I have mean, she to. Just, it seems no, like no. it's... Beyonce flat out, you don't okay. have to explain that. I just was like, I was worried that I... I could have said Blue Ivy Carter, and by proxy, they would have been a legend. Oh, well, yeah, like, legend. Yeah. But Blue's not a musician yet. So nope. I guess, the, the, I guess that's no. part of the criteria. But she has <laughs> at least two tracks, one on her daddy's album and one on her mama's album. <laughs> She's actually Blue, running their careers. She is. And like, it's really funny to me because like you think about it and like there's a song called Blue and all Blue says on there, ah, mommy, and that baby has more money than I do. That baby will always have more money than I will have. Mm. I'm certain of that. I love Blue. Ivy Maybe Carter. that makes her a legend as well. Yeah. Um, Aretha Franklin. Legend. 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 Yeah, like... Mm. That's pretty easy. That's really, really simple. Why is she a legend? Mm, I don't know. Because, like, beyond her music, she reached so many people um, through social ju- through social justice efforts. Like, that's... I feel like... So that means Ella Fitzgerald would also be a legend. Yeah. I just feel like you have to be a legend in that way. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, it's not just the music people connected with. It was so much more. Yeah. Like they connected. It's like using to... your power for good. Oh, gosh. Using yes. your power for good. That makes you a legend. I think in my book it does. Oh, that'd be so good. So, Prince. Oh, Prince is a legend. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is really easy because once we name the person, it's like, duh, these are the qualities. You're right. right. Your exercise was so much better than mine. Whoop, whoop. That never happened. <laughs> You're right. That's actually the truth. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. I'd be like, uh, maybe sometimes I'm no. I mean, maybe. I maybe I didn't give you enough of a chance. Wow, you're such a good human, and I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm gonna be accountable for my actions. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, who else? God, this is so fun. So Prince is the last one. Mm. Um, like CDs. What did he say? Like CDs and Black Lives books still matter. When he won an award in 2016, he said that. Wow, that was a very specific fact. Yeah, it was just really powerful for me. Nice, nice. I like that. I like that. Mm. What about like, hmm, hmm. Otis Redding? Yeah. Homeboy was 26 when oh, he died. Oh, wow. And all of that music, all of that music. Oh, he's Like, so I'm 27, amazing. and he did way more with his life than I probably will get to, yeah. to be honest. To get I get tired. Mean, there's even, like, categories and, <laughs> like, the criteria, too, because there's, like, r- like music writers. Like, right. you can think of it because, like, a lot of the times, I don't like Neo's music necessarily. Neo? But he's written bops. He's written a lot of good music. For so many people. Yeah, he's written a lot of good music. Irreplaceable will always be played when I'm in a bad mood by Beyonce. They're replaceable to the left, oh, to the left. Well, you really? That's, Neo I have wrote a very that. weird association with that song. So I love I that just, song. I, I like it, but it, it just song. came at a bad time in my life, and so it dissociated with that time, so I just never liked mm. that song very much. It's like not even, but it's great. It's a great song. I'm proud of Neo. <laughs> I would like to say I'm proud of Neo. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't consider him a legend. In songwriting? <sighs> songwriting's really good. He wrote. I don't know. For some reason, he just doesn't feel like a legend, though. Like, even mm. though he's I'd extremely be talented. A legend, yeah, it's like you can't just that. keep, like, yeah, we can't right, do that. We right, can't right, do that. Right, yeah, we can say that they're extraordinary, but I don't know if we can call yeah, them a legend. They're not legends. 
But yeah, there's singers, songwriters, mm-hmm. and then like overall like legendary for your actions. Right. I feel like it's a combination of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like it's like when you can like sing, dance, and perform. Like it's like you can You're do all of those things. Like Tina Turner. Oh wow! Yes, you know what I mean. Dancing, singing, and like putting on a damn show. Do you think you have to be legendary? That means you have to have like a movie that is like. An Oscar winning, not an Oscar winning movie, but it's like in the cinemas and it's like a remake, like Ray Charles. Oh, yeah, Ray has to be a legend. Yeah, James Brown. Wow, I hate him, but legend. Awkward. Um, (laughs) Can't do much about that one. That's like really not something that we had control over at all. The worst. I mean, Ray Charles wasn't any better. No, no, absolutely not. But then what about like Johnny Cash? Mm mm. But, like, everybody mm-hmm. loves Johnny Cash. I mean, I know you don't love Johnny Cash because look at that face. <laughs> but, like, he has a movie. He also was very talented. He, he, didn't, dance, talented. he didn't dance, though. <laughs> so maybe he he's not a legend. I mean, Johnny Cash could be a legend. What about Phil Collins? <laughs> I just had a thought process. I just wanted to know what would happen if I said Phil Collins. <laughs> and the reaction was perfect. <laughs> I just think it's hard saying it. I want to cry. He has some very moving pieces. Oh, man. Phil Collins could be a legend. He's a Canadian legend, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I think the Canadians would agree. Uh, but that mean, mm-mm, Justin Bieber's not a legend. No, he's, he's not. Like Phil Collins. He's not. He's not who we want him to be. Oh, man. John Legend. Now, that is tricky because it says legend right <laughs> in his name. It's trying to trap you. Is he or is he not a legend? Isaac, the verdict? I think he is. His voice is really beautiful. It's magical. Like, when he sings, it moves me to start weeping. Mm. Like, it doesn't even matter what he's singing about. He could be singing about anything. I sometimes don't even listen to the words because I can't hear it through all of the tears. <sighs> Ordinary people. Yeah, that song's... That's mm. not... There's... I don't even... There's so many songs. There's so many What's that album that's pink? It's like... I think it's an All of Me. It has, like, a flower on it. Is that the one? Is that all of me? I think so. That's yeah. a good album. That's yeah, a good yeah, album. Yeah. Mm. God, John Legend. That's. <sighs> I, think, I feel like he had a head start with the name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if honestly. your last name is Legend, you better be a legend. If you're not a legend, you better not be bringing that name out. Like, no, I would change my last name. I would stay home. Man, that's too much pressure. That's a lot I of pressure. I couldn't with that kind of pressure. Yeah, Imafidon just means morally upright. I feel like I could handle that pretty well. Isaac means laughter. I make people laugh. Boom. Natty means hope. You give me hope. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> what about Sanders? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's like a slave master's name, last name, but you know, I'm just gonna let that one go. All right. Any other legends? Mm, legends. Legends. Oh wow, that was like ball culture. Now that's a different conversation. <laughs> oh, Madonna. Oh, I don't, I don't know how like I got Madonna. There. I don't yeah, like Madonna. I went from ball culture to voguing to Madonna. No, and I, I got mad. She's not a legend. She's not. And she's not a legend for a lot of reasons because look how I got there. Through something else, she is a cultural appropriation person. <laughs> mm. She took that, like, what she has and turned into, like, an iconic thing. Came from something else, a.k.a. a black queer body. Yep. So, yeah. not a legend because you she didn't cheated. cite your sources and you she cheated. cheated. Hmm. Wow, glad we got there. Wow, um, what's his name? Who? Oh my gosh, I can't think of his name. He's a legend because like everybody loves Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. 
He has that song, your song. I like that song. Yeah, I don't know a lot of Elton John's Elton music. John. I'll be very. Oh, you know who we honest. forgot out of all of this conversation? Michael Jackson. Oh shit! How did we that's not get here? <laughs> that's a legend. Do you think that's the ultimate legend? He's the king of pop. <laughs> Do you think that because of he's the king of pop, that makes him a legend? I mean, he could sing. He could dance. He could act. Since he was a child. Let's talk about longevity. Jackson. <laughs> Longevity's got to be part of the but criteria. Wait, if that's the criteria, then Janet Jackson's already there. Oh, Janet. Mm. Okay, can we talk about how she just did an Afrobeat song? That but was a She did a it bop. with Daddy Yankee, though. Why mm. didn't she do it with, like, WizKid? Like, I mean, just, like, think about the possibilities. Why has it got to be WizKid? Why can't it be an African? <laughs> Why can't it be an African? <laughs> All of the clothing was African, and the song was an African. Like, it was Afrobeats. Why not an African, Janet? I this don't know. is good questions. I just have questions for her right now. I'm a little upset with her. Hmm. No, I shouldn't have said Janet Jackson. Michael Jackson, though, can stay. <laughs> <laughs> then the Jackson 5, is it legendary group? Oh, my God, we're not talking about Diana Ross. Wow, they're just, it's getting out of control. Yeah, it's just like, the more I think about it, there's so many legendary does, artists. Does it have to be exclusive? Like, mm. it's not exclusive. There's so many people. There's so many people. <sighs> I think the criteria is Like, would is Tupac be a legend? Yes. Because... <laughs> yes. And then how about Bob? I was about to go right there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, Bob Marley has influenced a lot. So do you so have to be an influencer? Influence? Are you an influencer? Wow, that just sounds like when you're on Instagram wearing clothes by free people. Right. <laughs> Yo, they have an uh, influencer, like an Instagram influencer, like um, Halloween costume. It's just a tank top and leggings. I love that. You it's, should be an influencer for Halloween. There you go. And then you could be a, a legend. <laughs> wow. Just trying to bring it back. <laughs> So basically, Cody, what we came up with is they have to be influential. There's got to be longevity. Yes. Um, there has to be some kind of star power. They have to like, and they have to be social justice savvy. Mm. That's not for everybody, but Mm-mm. these are all qualities. Definitely. That we want as legends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The ideal legend. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Who else? What are the other things that we discussed? I don't even remember. Being kings or princes of things. Your last name being legend. Yeah. That's so important. important. Uh, yeah, it was a list of things. I feel like that's really good criteria anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, if you have any other questions, and also thank you, Cody, for always sending amazing questions. You're the most beautiful human, Cody Charles, and I appreciate you for everything that you are. Same. But yeah, so. <laughs> just Same. Same. <laughs> I didn't feel like echoing the things you said. You said it so beautifully and perfectly the first time. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, you can email us more questions at thetablepod at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-T-A-B-L-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Or you can just slide into our DMs because that's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> like the Table Pod on Instagram. Uh, Nadia Imafidon on Instagram. Don't follow me if you don't know me. <laughs> Isaac on Instagram. I don't know how he feels about that, but you can just like slide right in there and just ask us a question. You know, just a little. Even if it's like about how beautiful you are, we'll mm-hmm. answer. We'll answer. I moisturized every day if I remember. I just took a trip to Ulta. I didn't buy anything, but I went because I was thinking about my skincare. And it made you look even more beautiful. Mm-hmm. I use witch's hazel. 
oh, as yeah. a toner because my little sister told me that it's a good toner. And it I trust her because she has a nice face. Yeah, and really I was like, toner. you know what? If I had a face, I would want it to look like that. So I'm working on it. Yeah. I also use Witch's Hazel. Uses? Use Witch's Hazel. Yeah. Really good Witch at Hazel. it. Really nailed it the second time. <laughs> all right. So send us questions. And that's all we have for Who Made the Greens. Can I get a tug out plate? Can I get a tug out plate? Maybe. I didn't make enough food for everyone. That's kind of selfish. Yeah, that's usually the answer I get when I ask if I want to get like a tug out plate. Take. What do you call them? Take out. Take out. Not take out. What do you call those? Tupperware. When I ask for Tupperware. Tupperware. Because now I'm just got so excited after we went to that one event and they had Tupperware and I ask for Tupperware every time I go and eat at somebody's house. That's fair. Can I take some home? They're like, maybe I didn't make enough. Oh, okay. Wow, that's literally them passive-aggressively saying no. Welcome to the PNW. I feel like you need to just recognize that now. Maybe I didn't make enough. It's like you just said no after saying maybe. Why don't you just say no? That's really fair. People be trifling. No, who never says no to us? Who's that? Daniel. Daniel. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I would like to first start describing what Daniel is wearing today. Because I think people would really appreciate that he's wearing a red wetsuit. Oh, no. He skin tight. Skin tight. He looked like he went scuba diving at I think, I think the aquarium. Have. I think he might have. Yeah. Had goggles. Ooh. But they're specifically purple. Gucci goggles. Gucci goggles. The little Gs are on the sides where the little strap connects. Yeah, because Daniel likes to have nice things and Daniel deserves it. Daniel only deserves a nice red jumpsuit, wetsuit. Wetsuit. Because it's, it like, skin tight. Like, at first I was thinking it was a jumpsuit, and I was like, yo, like, I want to get that. Then I got closer, <laughs> and I realized skin tight, like, just came out of the water. Still. And that's because, like, whenever Daniel puts, like, really tight stuff on, it looks like a jumpsuit. Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of beauty Daniel brings to the look. To the look at all times. What else is Daniel wearing? So, like, because the wetsuit, it goes all the way over your head. Yeah. Daniel has, like, a little squiggly thing, like Sasha Valore and her little lines on the, her forehead when she does her drag. Wow. It's very specific. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel's also wearing, like, these biker gloves. Don't know why. Over the skin-tight swimsuit? Well, it's like, you know. Oh, it cuts, it cuts it off cuts at, the the, at the wrist? I didn't wrist. see his wrist. Yeah, so yeah no, it cuts off at the wrist, and it's just, like, these, like, Black biker gloves, you know, like that don't have the fingers. It's like oh, cut. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like really edgy, like giving me Rihanna vibes. Yeah, Rihanna. Like he's definitely trying to go for the punk scene. He's right. still trying to like, because we're in the PNW and like exactly. you got to be punk also. So you got to be scuba diving while punk. Yeah, no, it's true. I feel like Daniel shouldn't be getting in water because he just got his septum pierced. I feel like it needs more time to heal before. It's like salt water, isn't it? Like Loki kind of clean. I feel like. Actually, you're supposed to clean it with salt water. So, so I think maybe he that's actually like, right. be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good looking out for Daniel. You're right. Anyway, so we're gonna end this episode with giving out flowers to people. Yes. And if you don't know what a flower is, what is it? It is whenever <laughs> those. If <laughs> you don't know what a flower is. is, I was like, wow, I know that I need to answer that prompter. <laughs> 
<laughs> a flower is when someone, when you're giving somebody something positive while they're still alive because you should give people their flowers at all times and make sure they know that you care about what they did or who they are or what they're doing or where they're going or where they haven't been and that you still care about them. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful description. Very detailed. I don't know. I'm really detailed oriented today. Nice. Who are you giving flowers to? Uh, Christina for this weekend. Brunch. Oh, it was yes. so nice. Christina gets flowers for picking us up, taking us to brunch, taking us to the Chase Bank, mm-hmm. uh, taking a re- making check. a really quick turn right when she needed to to get us there safely and on time. And <laughs> taking us uh, to brunch, which was delicious. Yes. Where you got scrambled eggs with cream cheese and... Wow. Yeah, that was a choice I never knew I needed to make, but... That was actually reaffirming that we should not be on Whole30. Yeah, that was it. That was the moment. I got goat cheese on my eggs. Yeah, that was, was so good. That was one of the best Everything moments. I needed in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she took us to the market where we got candles. Yep. Um, beautiful candles. Mm-hmm. And... Then we went back to your place and we built furniture. She, AKA built, furni- she, she built, built furniture. She built furniture. That's why Christina gets all the flowers. Because <laughs> she put together many, many things very quickly. Yes. Um, I'd like to give flowers to our special guest today. <gasps> we have a special guest. I mean, you haven't heard from this person because they're not in the studio with us right now. At all. But they're in the control room, and <laughs> that's where Daniel's at. If you guys don't know what a control room is, right? So flowers go to Mary Beth, who's sitting behind Daniel in the wetsuit, um, and. She's wearing a very similar outfit. But yeah, she actually <laughs> also put on a wetsuit because it's raining. And yeah. so you always wear wetsuits because you never know when you're just going to take a dip. Bloop. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. And uh, we just want to thank her for coming and checking out the podcast, the table podcast. And not like you didn't know what podcast you were listening to right now, but I felt like I needed to specify which podcast because <laughs> that's what anxiety does to the body. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But yes, we want to thank Mary Beth for coming in and hanging out with us and seeing the mess that we can be. Yeah. Y'all don't understand how many edits we put in this. All the edits. There's so many edits. This this right now is edited. Right now. And even now. (laughs) Even this. We just got out another hour. (laughs) That's how many edits. Yeah, it's really, really bad. Yeah. But But Mary Beth has stuck it out. And she's that's she's a realist friend for that. She is a friendship without borders. Always hashtag friendship without borders. Go and put it on shirts. <laughs> Just have We're gonna put it on Mary Beth. She's gonna be doing the marketing campaign. It's only whole. Mary Beth. It's her job. Yeah. We're hiring her to do the marketing campaign. We've got the coins to do that. We do. We have so much money right now. <laughs> Who else are we giving flowers to? I would like to give flowers to my mother for always being her. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'd like to give flowers to my I just got a new manager so former boss but she's technically kind of like my boss still um, for being super supportive at work when I was telling her you know I was struggling with my mental health and she was checking in and was like you know just let me know what you need to do and I'll make that happen so that you can work and that you could be okay or not work and be okay and I was like you know what and like just following up I was like that's actually the coolest thing you know normalizing mental health in the workplace is a fucking cool thing yeah that's really true yeah. Shout out to Israel, um, who is my friend. Uh, he helps me make my quiche for the whole 30. Because I had to make a quiche. 
Yeah, and we and did I do a few days regularly. Yeah, yeah. You and don't the ever cook. Was Israel? It was Israel. He helped me cook the quiche because I thought I was gonna die, and then I was like, "Wow, I'm capable. I just can't chop things. Get really nervous about chopping stuff. That's Think fair. I'm gonna take my finger off. It's very sharp knives, so it's totally fair. But yeah, Israel's the best. Super cool dude. That's awesome. Who else do I want to give flowers to? I might be done giving flowers. Mm. Not that other people don't deserve flowers, but I'm having a hard time just like thinking of specific scenarios right now. Yeah. It's late. We should close this on out. We should close it. Yeah, so thanks so much for listening. See ya.